rents are rising again in the United States, according to Fannie Mae, as reported by Bloomberg, link to that on the website. And this affects everyone, not just renters. Why? Because as an article in the Wall Street Journal points out, again, link on the website, but behind a paywall, sorry, um, this contributes to inflation. So rents going up contributes to inflation. Here's the quote from the article. Higher rents could play a role in an anticipated rise in inflation unleashed by waves of stimulus checks, low borrowing rates, and pent-up demand after months when the pandemic damped consumer spending. Rent accounts for about one-third of the consumer price index, which economists expect to tick higher in the months ahead." End quote. That's by Will Parker, and the article is entitled Apartment Rents Rise, Perks, Discounts, Fade, COVID-19 Vaccine Rollout, Higher Employment Bring More People Back Into Cities Looking to Rent. Wall Street Journal, April 24th, 2021. As I said, paywall, sorry. Talk of inflation always makes me think of Berlin, by the way, of which more below. Back to that in a moment. But why are rents rising? I do not pretend to be an economist, but I suspect that the governmental response to COVID-19, for example, eviction moratoria at state, local, and federal level, might have something to do with it. After all, if you want to make something more expensive, you make it scarce. Link to economic theory on the website. The effects of rising rents on renters, who are known to politicians as voters, are obvious and unwelcome. How the politicians will respond to the predicament of these voters is less obvious, though. But were I a betting man, which I'm not, I would remember that the number of voters who are renters is vastly greater than the number of voters who are landlords. And I'd put money on the politicians doing something that panders to renters. Sadly, as the Duke of Wellington once pointed out, something is usually the wrong thing to do. Here in Massachusetts, I expect that lawmakers will enact new measures to supplement the laws that they enacted during the state of emergency, measures that on the face of it look friendly to renters and not so friendly to landlords, even if those laws help cause rents to rise, meaning the phenomenon actually hurts renters, they will opt for more of the same. That's my theory about politicians on Beacon Hill. Even if the laws that they enacted in the emergency helped cause rents to rise, they will dig deeper. I now refer to this approach to policymaking as the Father Ted fine-tuning approach. And uh, on the website, you can click the link to the YouTube video to see what I mean. Fans of Father Ted will appreciate this. What proposals have lawmakers tossed into the legislative hopper so far? At the start of the session, State Representative Mike Connolly, a Democrat and member of Democratic Socialists of America, sponsored a bill to cancel rent. That was HD 4072, link on the website. That particular bill seems to be in limbo, but another of Representative Connolly's bills, H1378, is moving along. Link to that on the website. H1378 would enable towns and cities to impose rent control, and lest owners try to avoid rent control by taking their units off the market, Representative Connolly has another bill that would allow municipalities to impose excise tax on units that are vacant for more than 90 days. That bill is H2852, link on the website. 
Representative Connolly's bills reflect the mood of the Boston chapter of Democratic Socialists of America, of course, which considers rising rents along with evictions something to, quote, fight, unquote. The Boston DSA site, DSA meaning Democratic Socialists of America, link on the website, states that its housing working group is, quote, concerned with organizing around one of our most fundamental rights, the right to a stable and affordable home. In Boston, this right has come increasingly under attack as rent prices skyrocket, rising by 25% in the last five years. The housing group works closely with City Life Vida Urbana, a local tenants' rights organization, as well as other community groups to fight rent increases and evictions in the neighborhoods where these trends are most acutely felt." End quote. So, in answer to the question I get asked from time to time by landlords in Massachusetts, are they trying to drive us out of business? The answer is a qualified yes. If by they you mean state legislators, I do think that some of them are trying to drive private sector landlords out of business. Those who are committed socialists wish to bring real estate, including rental properties, under government control. The first draft of the Democratic Socialists of America 2021 platform says this. It states that, quote, As socialists, we ultimately believe in the abolition of capitalism and the creation of a democratically run economy that would provide for people's needs without the distortion of the profit motive, and we support economic regulation that moves us closer to that vision. Not surprisingly, then, the party's medium-term goal is to Again, quote, nationalize and socialize through worker and community ownership and control, institutions of monetary policy, insurance, real estate, and finance. End quote. That's on page four of the draft uh, platform under the title Economic Regulation. On pages nine to ten, under the title Housing, the Democratic Socialists of America announce that, quote, we seek to use this. COVID-19 crisis to build on the insurgent tenant movement and further decommodify housing and land. This can be done through cancelling rent, closing eviction courts, and as landlords exit the market, using state action to acquire properties and leveraging disinvestment to convert thousands of homes into publicly and democratically controlled land slash housing." And in this way, the first draft of the 2021 platform of Democratic Socialists of America offers a clear answer to the question, are they trying to drive us out of business? Yes, they wish to use the COVID-19 crisis to cancel rent, close the eviction courts, and, quote, as landlords exit the market, use state action to acquire properties and leveraging disinvestment to convert thousands of homes into publicly and democratically controlled land slash housing, end quote. Their words, not mine. As the long-term demand, they want, quote, democratically controlled, public-run housing everywhere, unquote. And what's the medium-term demand? Well, to pass a universal tenant's bill of rights that includes, quote, right to renew your lease, universal rent control, right to organize a tenant's union in your home, universal right to counsel in housing court, housing court, end quote. Now, Organizing a tenants' union or anything else will pose a challenge if the Democratic Socialists of America achieve one of their medium-term economic regulation demands, namely the, quote, 
public ownership and control of social media platforms, unquote. With government controlling social media, good luck organizing anything more than the occasional day trip to the tractor factory for the young pioneers. But kudos to Democratic Socialists of America for their candor about wanting to use the COVID-19 crisis to drive landlords out of business and more generally, quote, economic regulation that moves us close to that vision, unquote. What vision is that? The abolition of capitalism. Now, on to Berlin. When DSA, Democratic Socialists of America, legislators promote measures that a reasonable objective observer with some experience of rental housing and markets and human nature would consider antithetical to the continued private ownership of rental properties, those legislators are not being naive. They are being dedicated. In contrast, when non-DSA legislators, by which I mean rank-and-file Democrats of the go-along-to-get-along variety, when they endorse these measures, naivete is the most generous word to describe them. Bills that are already popular among non-DSA Democrats in the State House are H1434, the link on the website, which would effectively prohibit evictions for non-payment of rent, and H1426, the link on the website, which would give tenants the right of first refusal if the owner tries to sell thereby automatically delaying by months any sale to someone other than the tenants or the uh, non-profit organization of their choice. This will make the business of being a landlord more difficult, and it's important to remember that this is not a bug, but a feature. So what's next? How will they get from rendering the business of being a landlord increasingly difficult to making it completely non-viable? That is, after all, the avowed goal of Democratic Socialists of America. Perhaps they will look to Berlin. As I mentioned, at the mention of inflation, my mind turns to Berlin, Weimar, Germany in general, Berlin in particular, and on the website you'll see a link to, to why my mind turns that way. So I looked into what left-leaning Berliners are up to nowadays, and as luck would have it, some of them are promoting a measure that I'm sure the Democratic Socialists of America would approve of, namely the expropriation of rental properties. Expropriation, by the way, is where the government takes private property. In the US, we refer to it as eminent domain. Slate covered this Berlin campaign recently, putting it in the context of rising rents. Quote, data from Guffman Estate, a real estate company in Berlin, shows that the median rent in the city rose by more than 70% between 2012 and 2021, end quote. And there's a link on the website uh, on the same subject, an article titled, We Want a Society Without Landlords, in Jacobin Magazine, a publication that describes itself as a leading voice of the American left offering socialist perspectives on politics, economics, and culture, unquote. The authors explain that seizing 240,000 units of private housing is not really all that radical, and that alone makes the article well worth a read. Socialists in Berlin want to stop landlords from raising the rent by stopping them from being landlords. And like many ideas that people tried in the 20th century, it has the allure of simplicity. And if you're interested in what I mean by ideas that people tried in the 20th century, follow the link on the website. To solve the rising rent problem in Massachusetts, perhaps DSA will try to put on the ballot a question to take by eminent domain rental units that have remained vacant for 90 days or more. Or just take all the rental units, which would be more efficient. I think not, however. 
but not because I doubt their candor. Democratic Socialists of America are admirably upfront about their wish to use the COVID-19 crisis to cancel rent, close the eviction courts, and as landlords exit the market, use state action to acquire properties and leveraging disinvestment to convert thousands of homes into publicly and democratically controlled land slash housing. Their words, not mine. But why would they put expropriation on the ballot? Well, why would they not? Well, because it's not necessary. All they have to do to carry on making it harder and harder for private owners to provide rental housing is carry on doing what they're doing. And before long, those owners will, as the Democratic Socialists of America predict, exit the market. Onward to Berlin. East Berlin, that is, 